G'day, this is Dom Harvey from The Edge Breakfast Show, and you're listening to The Kiwi Running Show. Kia ora and welcome to episode 20 of the Kiwi Running Show brought to you by TempoFit. It's great to have you here today. I'm Hamish Meacham and joining me as always is... Hayden Sherman. And not as always because I, I find that I'm quite <laughs> yeah. often ducking out of the show now. I think, is this two that I've missed? Yeah, I think we've done yeah. two. I think last week, what were you recovering from your leg at the Rotorua You weren't Ekiden? even here. <laughs> you weren't even in That's town. That's true. I was the one who was out of town. Don't blame me. And I had some internet connectivity problems, so I couldn't yeah. actually get the show up until I got back anyway. So Okay. It, it I haven't got listened, out a bit late. I must admit, I haven't listened to this show except for the bit that we obviously pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I, I hope I'm not mentioned. In uh, terms of the the Ekiden? not really. We, no. we I was trying to keep it off Facebook as well, like I purposefully untagged myself in a couple of photos, <laughs> and um, t- the tempo. Some of the tempo fit crew were referring to me as the ghost because obviously I showed up uh, and then ran my <laughs> and leg and then just disappeared. Um, and yeah, some sneaky five minute Ks where I think. People look at the size of me and think, oh, this isn't going to go well. And so I think there were a few people who were surprised that I was able to maintain five-minute Ks. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, it was, it was easy. Good. Oh, I was freaking, <laughs> yeah, I was suffering. It was it was bad news brown. Yeah. So, yeah, and a few, like, obviously I was in costume and a few other costume people and, and like, kids, like, oh. Not even high school kids, <laughs> intermediate age kids passing me. And I'm like, oh, God. How did you go? Did you get passed by the hot dogs? No, I got, hot got passed by a, a running poo. Um, oh, yeah. And the poo beers, they were good. The, yeah, the they were honey good. Pots. They were good. I like their costume. Uh, yeah, I did a thing where I counted. Um, so if I would pass people, I'd be like minus one and then I'd oh, yeah, yeah, minus yeah. two, minus three. And I got up to minus five and I'm like, this is going real well. And then, um, yeah, <laughs> people four, people started three. steaming past me. Like, oh, um, no. Because our division started five minutes, ten minutes yeah, earlier, 10 minutes. I think. Oh, yeah. So then, yeah, and so true. a lot of the, the teams in the open grade then came flying past me. Yeah. And it was like minus four, minus three, minus two. And it went, it went into the positives. And then I started passing <laughs> some more people, and they were walking. Ah, oh, oh, that might have been the walking division. I'm going to say they, they were in the earlier. running in, in my division, but yeah. they had just slowed down to a walk. Oh, they'd hit the wall. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm telling myself anyway. So. But it was, <laughs> anyway. it was a good weekend. But that's not what we're here to talk about, because yeah. we've already talked about Well, that. we have a really good show today lined up. We have um, a certain breakfast announcer from the Edge Radio show? Yeah, one of New Zealand's fastest running celebrities, Dom Harvey, is uh, coming into the studio for a quick interview. Yeah. So, and he's a quick man as well. So quick. Yeah, 3.05. For the marathon. And, and, and we were having a bit of a chat about this, like what other celebrities are there around New Zealand with a fast marathon like that. Mm. And the closest we could come up with was Mark Richardson. Yeah, but... Mark Richardson, Dom Harvey and Oprah Winfrey are <laughs> yeah, the three yeah. speediest. Lance Armstrong, do we count him? Uh, no. His no. results are dubious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's it's a great um, interview we've got lined up. And But before we get to that, let's cover off quickly a little bit of news around the country. Yeah, and, you know, there's some good results marathons half marathons but also we're dipping our toe into the athletic season yeah so, people have started hitting the red stuff yeah which is really exciting so we're you know obviously there's there will be meets 
all around the country week in week out over the next five or six months yeah we probably won't delve deep into all of these results we're going to try and pick out you know the Cherry exciting stuff it. and there's yeah. there's an, there was an exciting result in the steeplechase in hamilton this weekend yeah yeah so charlie miller um who did she win yes secondary schools? secondary schools cross country um yeah in rotorua i'm not sure what grade but yep. um yeah really strong runner from the waikato smashed out the 2000 meter steeplechase and for those who don't know the steeplechase is a great athletics event where you jump over some barriers as you run around it's awesome eh? yeah yep. and so the the men run 3000 meters uh, as do the women but at the junior level they often just run 2,000 metres. Um, so it's got four regular barriers, which yep. are big black and white barriers. If you hit them, they don't fall down. You do. <laughs> yeah. and, and then one water jump per lap. With a barrier at the front. Yeah. yeah. So it's quite a challenging event. And she smashed a great time just outside the New Zealand under-17 record. She ran 6.56. Wow, nice. For 2K so, steeple. So 3.30s. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that that's a great time. So awesome. really good running and look looking forward to seeing hopefully she'll get a, a bit of competition through the season and and give that New Zealand record a nudge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm. totally. Um and for those who don't really know how the athletics season works, like usually this time of year it's more the high school runners um who are gearing up for secondary school nationals, which is later in the year. Correct. Uh, I think early December. And yes. then it's usually you start seeing the senior runners coming into it um late december mid late december and then it really gets going late january when the classic series kick off so yeah there's uh big events in wellington uh wanganui hastings hamilton hamilton and then the auckland track yeah, challenge auckland here track in auckland so and i think there's going to be a big meet down in christchurch as well yep but, yep the international track yeah. meet in christchurch is is always good and and tacked alongside that there's some meets where people will get together and you know the shot putters will say oh let's go and do this meet and yep. so just randomly you'll look at the results and you'll see the top five shot putters were all at one place at, at, at the same time and, yeah, and yeah. all throwing together so yeah yeah we're really looking forward to this season there's so much to look forward to we've got uh liam malone yeah. going to be running some 400s we've got our olympic 1500 meter runners we're all going to come back the great uh, female runners that we have. Um, it's it's going to be a really exciting yeah, track season. Yep. So. And then, of course, it culminates with the national champs in March. Yep. I think it's March this year. Yes, early in March in Hamilton. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, really looking forward to those, and we'll, we'll bring you extensive coverage of that meet. Awesome. So moving back to the roads, down in good old Invercargill, we had the Southland Festival of Running with the Southland Marathon, which has been going for, what is it, 100 and... This is the 107th. So it's the 107th. It hasn't been going for 107 years. Oh. Um, they've, they've had breaks for the war years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so wow, the, so it's been going basically since it the is, turn of the 20th century. It is one of the world's oldest marathons. There's That's not amazing. many, and this is, I'm going to um, nerd out for a while here. So yeah. um, I talk a lot about the fielding marathon. Fielding is New Zealand's longest running continuous okay continuously running marathon and actually it's in the top 10 in the world wow. for continuously running marathons so lots of events actually um are, are quite old but they all back at some point in their history had a bit of a break yeah um and so it doesn't really count if your event has had a break so yeah but 107 years how 
That that's pretty, pretty good. That is impressive. Yeah. And the winner. I wonder if they've had the same website the whole time. Probably I not. I doubt. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I like what you did there. That's good. Look, um, Romaine Morosa. Is this a New Zealander? Do you, have you heard I this name? I haven't heard the name. No. no but so Romaine Morosa won the one hundred seventh. Yep, Southland Marathon and two thirty nine eleven, leading throughout the race. So really good, uh, good uh, performance there. Thirty seven year old. So um, and just outside his personal best time. So, yeah, really good running. And on the women's side, Hayden. Uh, yeah. So the women's side, it was Becky Nixon took out the win in three twenty-five. Yep. Excellent. So yeah, good stuff. And then um, over the ditch over in Melbourne, we had Victoria Beck coming in third place in two forty-six, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Kelly Parlane was in the half marathon. She ran one thirty, um, and then. We had a few people in the 10K over there as well. Yep. Um, and scrolling down, then over in Napier, we had the Napier City Pack and Save Half Marathon. I love it. Yep. Um, with Eric Speakman taking out the, the win, and I'm sure that Eric can run faster than this um, if he really had to. Um, I would say so. <laughs> but yep. he's in his base phase, getting ready for a summer of track. Um, so he ran 118 to take the win. Um, and then Vernon Preston was behind him in 122. And in the ladies, Karen um, Toolman in 126. Um, yeah, not bad running there on the yeah. ladies' side. Excellent. So that was on the roads, but then the big race in Taupo, the uh, 100K Ultra. Yeah. Um, and do you know, is, this is the first time it's been run, isn't it? Yeah, inaugural yeah. event, yep. um, but they put quite a big effort into it. So Cool. Um, yeah, a pretty big marketing drive, and I think the Taupo District Council um, gets behind these events. It's it's yeah. a really important part of Taupo's economy, and it, to be honest, it makes a lot of sense having an ultra marathon in Taupo. It's it's yep. a place that people love to go and visit for the weekends. Um, having do, hot pools after yep. a big race like that yep. is always a bonus. They do such a good job with the Ironman events. Yeah, they've got the marathon and the half marathon, which is it's good. They have a lot of off-road events, but this uh, having a 100K ultra race just makes perfect sense yeah, for yeah. Taupo. And yeah. it's great to have one this time of year. Yeah, it's so perfect er- in the calendar, Early in it? the season. So. Yeah, not and too hot. For the first year of the race, and this is, keeping in mind, it's an off-road event, so some really pretty good running with Nick Johnston winning in 8.55 over 100K. So mm. that is, I can't think what pace that is. Um, I don't know. I can never work out. Yeah, yeah. Paces. It's just a, it's a little bit faster than six minute k. Yeah, five minute k something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, Grant guys in second, nine fifteen, and Richard Cogland in third, and then on the women's side, um, coming in fourth overall, Cecilia Flory, followed by Jojo Hansen. Um, so Cecilia ran nine twenty one. So not much so of a put, gap. Yeah, that puts yeah. her in third place overall. That's impressive. That's Only really 25 impressive. minutes behind the win. Yeah. And uh, awesome. Jojo Hansen, um, almost an hour back in 10-11. Jojo Hansen, you'd remember, is, has finished quite high at Tarawera a couple of times. Yeah, so yeah. Really, she's won it a couple of times. Yeah, she? she's won it yeah. at least once. So yeah. it's quite a – the ultra scene, what I've noticed over the past couple of years is people are racing a lot more. And with that – it's hard to get that consistency of performance. So there's yeah. lots of, you know, there's new people popping out and winning races and then beating, you know, established 
you know, with winning Tarawera, one of the biggest races in the world, Jojo Hansen kind of launched herself into as a as a, a, a basically an international ultra career. Yeah. And she comes back home and gets beaten in Taupo. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's not a knock on her. It's it's exciting. Yeah. Ultra marathoning and ultra trail running is probably one of the most exciting areas of our sport at yeah, the moment. Yeah, it's definitely booming, isn't it? A, yeah, yeah, huge growth. And so sounds like a great event. We'd love to hear any feedback if uh, any of our listeners ran the event. Let yeah, us know. flick us an email, Let krs us, at tempofit.org. Yep, We'd excellent. love to hear. Um, all right, so that's about all the news around New Zealand and the running world. Well done for everyone who raced and took part. Um, coming up, obviously, is the, the Auckland Marathon, not this weekend, but next. Dun, dun, um, dun. There's also a lot of people are getting ready for New York Marathon. Ooh. Even our Tempo Fit crew, we've got people heading over to Las Vegas Marathon and really? Honolulu Marathon. Wow. So there's a lot of events coming up this, this time. So mm. good luck, everyone, for your training. Let's jump straight to Dom Harvey, all the way from the edge. Hey. All right, well, in studio today, we are very honoured to have a, a bit of a well-known name in the radio, radio world. Um, so I'm a little bit self-conscious about our mic setup, but <laughs> Dom Harvey, uh, one-third of the famous breakfast show from The Edge, uh, welcome to the show. Hey, guys, great to be here. It's it's good to have you, and I'll yeah. echo Hayden's nervousness. Like I, I just feel like it's we're we're amateur hour here, and like you're clearly going to be judging us being a professional <laughs> broadcaster. And it's like, oh god. Yeah, the last Terrible. most famous person we had was Dick Quacks, and I deleted the <gasps> interview by mistake. So yeah, we don't have a good history when <laughs> it, it comes to the amazing interview. Yeah, 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 when it comes yeah, to the yeah, big yeah. interviews, we dropped the ball, but not yeah. today. We're going to be on point. <laughs> so um. Big news for you. You've just done the Berlin Marathon. Yeah, yeah. That was about, um, about three or four weeks ago now, so that was amazing. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, and so um, tell us about, uh, I'll be keen to hear like your background as, as a runner, but tell us about how the race went and what your expectations were going into it. Well, I was um, I was hoping to break three hours, which would be um, a personal best by, by a long way. So I was working towards it all year. Uh, even trying some different things, like I did some yeah, yeah. strength training this year. Nice and uh, like more speed work than, than ever before. Yeah, and even um, like focused on the, the mental side of things a bit more. Um, in the end, I ran a three oh five, which was still a, still a personal best That's by awesome. five minutes. But um, I reckon like maybe part of the problem. First of all, maybe I'm just not good enough to go under three hours. Um, secondly, I, I I wonder if like I, I was just so anxious about it because I worked so hard for it. Uh, that I maybe psyched myself out a little bit, and uh, thirdly, maybe a little bit of jet lag. But the dream is still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll go with the jet lag. And I reckon. I reckon you can get there because you previously did Chicago. I was doing a bit of um, athletics stalking, so mm. you can find out all your previous results. Um, and you did what three ten in Chicago yeah, the year three, before three ten, which was um, a personal best. So that nice. was last year. Um, Prior to that, my uh, personal best was um, uh, like like in two thousand and ten. I ran a couple of three fifteens. Yeah. And after that, my time sort of fell back to about sort of always between like about three twenty one, three twenty four. Yeah. Regardless yeah. of like what program I followed or what different training I did. Yeah. All they were all sort of in that band. So I sort of thought, well, you know, I'm over forty now. I've obviously just slipped back, and you know the time's going to yeah yeah you know slowly but surely. Um, you know, get get slower and slower, but uh, no, I'm sort of, sort of trying to reverse it at the moment, which oh, is encouraging. Yeah, that's that's very cool. And if you continue that trajectory, so five minutes in one year, <laughs> the, <laughs> hopefully we'll go two fifty nine next time around. Yeah, yeah, fingers yeah. crossed. And can I ask? Uh, do you remember what you went through halfway in? What, what yeah. were your splits like? Oh, I was, you yeah, I was I was bang on time till about thirty k, and I was just running. Yeah. Uh, 
um, I wasn't trying to run like a like a, a yeah a negative or a positive or anything. So I ran yeah. through halfway in about about one twenty nine and a half. So I was sort of like bang on, and I was nice, feeling really good. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, it was around about thirty. Eh? I just started to like slow down. Yeah, well, sort of actually about twenty seven. I sort of I was feeling a bit crap, so I I slowed down for a couple of k's to like four thirty pace, and I yep. thought I'll you know pick it back up again. But no, it just never happened. Yeah, and it, oh, it's it's such a stellar run though. It is. Like, we were talking before. Sorry to interrupt. You. No, no, um, but. We should do like a celebrity yeah. runoff because yeah. I think you and Mark Richardson would be pretty um, evenly pegged. Yeah, I, he's yeah I he think... works in the same same building as um oh, as yeah, us, yeah. and yeah, he's he's three oh five as well. But he yeah. um he gave up just because he's he's got a cramping issue. But uh. I, 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 I've been a cramper as well. So you know, but my, my coach gave me some exercises to do, and yeah, I even took some magnesium pills. I don't know if that works or anything, uh-huh. but yeah, well, no. this is interesting because a lot of. Um, people in the media celebrities they'll talk about their sporting background but usually it's a bit of like you'll do a bit of research and you'll go oh yeah they're pretty they're pretty average but mate you're actually getting like pretty bloody good like i was just looking at the athletics new zealand rankings list and it goes to about 50 deep so you're not in there but you're damn reckon. well it sounds silly but a lot of people run marathons so you'd be amongst the top 100 fastest blokes in new zealand pretty oh, easily no yeah yeah definitely Definitely, like three oh five is rapid. Like there's people who who train their whole lives and don't run three oh five. So you're really, that's pretty wow. bloody good, yeah, mate. Yeah, I'd be pretty happy with that. And especially yeah. now you're in the forty age group. That that's um yeah yeah mm. yeah. Well, good work. I, uh, we we did like a, a mini peak marathon because this this whole year was sort of like working towards um yeah Berlin and trying to do a good time there. Yeah yeah. So um the guy that does my program he got me doing uh the Hawks Bay one earlier this year is like a mini yeah, peak. Nice. Yeah. And that was only uh. It was like three twenty or something. It was just because yeah. it, you know, it wasn't the goal to try and run it as quick as possible, really. Mm. But um, that's the the first local one I've done in a while, and I ended up like I think second or third in my age group. So I got yeah, prize. and I thought, that's awesome. oh, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. into into smaller. Oh, events, mate, yeah, yeah. building yeah. marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forget the Auckland marathon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go for the smaller races. Yeah. So look, from when we were on athletes looking at your history, and so you started out, we've we've got on record a three fifty. Five marathon or something. So back in two thousand and five at right, yeah, Gold Coast. Right. About what, right. what is this website? Yeah, athlinks.com. So you can type in wow. anyone's name yep. and find out all the races they've done in the past. Um, yeah, it's gold. Yeah, we do oh, our research incredible. here at yeah. the Kiwi Running Show. Yeah, so yeah. going back to two thousand and five yeah. through to now. So that's a huge improvement curve. Fifty minutes off yeah. over a marathon. So yeah, you know, step it back first. How did you get into this running thing? Because you know, you, you've gotten pretty good. Were you a runner as a youngster, or is it something you've come to later in life? Kind of, yeah. It was. Um, I, I grew up in like a running household, as in, nice. uh, yeah. My mum started like jogging in the the late seventies or early eighties, whatever. Yep, and I remember like everyone did. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sort of when it started to explode. So yeah, you know, we were always surrounded by ring binders of you know runner magazine and the the Jim Fix book. With the red yep, cover, yep. with the you know, the, oh, nice. yep. guide to running was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he died running. Yeah, he, he died when he was like fifty <laughs> out on a jog. Oh. Yeah. Um, um. So I don't know. It was just sort of in my blood, and so I was always surrounded by talk of you know like PBs, and you know, oh. always, always had an idea that you know around three hours was like a you know like a, like an incredible achievement for just an everyday sort of runner, not a yeah, world champion, yeah. but just an everyday sort of runner. Yeah. So I did my first um, uh, marathon when I was fourteen. 
Oh, oh wow. This one. Was that on the Athlink website? Child no, abuse. That's crazy. It was quite a child abuse in many ways. A, it was like a, a kid running a marathon. But B, it was like four laps of like a 10, 10K oh, lap in yeah. Wanganui. Yeah. Oh, yet the... Yeah, one thing around the bridges one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not a bad race. Yeah. Except for the four laps thing. Yeah. So it was all right. But that, that, I mean, that sort, of came, that sort of came fairly easy. Like I was doing nice. harriers at school, but there was no yeah, sort of like yeah. formal... Yeah, formal training, and um, so the thrill that I suppose you get for your first marathon it was kind of sort of lost on me a little bit because yeah, you yeah, just got through that box. youth for fitness, oh, yeah. and then and then I didn't do anything again. I, after I left school, I stopped running because like I wasn't particularly fast or good at school. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I got fat and through my twenties, and you know, spent most of it like drunk and stoned. Yeah, and then uh, and then sort of then sort of got, got back into it. And Mum was living in the Gold Coast, and she did the, she was doing the Gold Coast Marathon, so I thought, oh yeah, I'll, nice. I'll give it a crack. Yeah, and then uh, that sort of um, like got me back into it again, and, it and I just bloody love it. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, you say you love it. What do you love about it? Like, is it a lifestyle thing? Like, tell us about that. Well, first of all, there's just um, like the sheer. I don't know. It's it's such a such a, almost like a spiritual like thing. It's just the yeah. sheer love of running and regardless. bloody happy. <laughs> <laughs> I know. God, that sounds so lame. Yeah, but it's just like. Um, regardless of what's, what speed I could run a marathon and I, I think I'd still get out there and do it anyway because I, I reckon, you know, even if you finish dead last and it takes you seven hours, you're, you're still a step ahead of the, you know, the, whoever's yeah, not running. Couch. Yeah, yeah. so, um, I, and I just, I just love it. And just the feeling that you get when you come home from a run, yeah. you just feel, I don't know, you just feel bulletproof for like, yeah, like a couple of hours afterwards. Yeah, cool. And and how do you find it with, with your work-life balance? Like, obviously, you live a really sort of public life. Um, I think you're in the media like every other week. I don't believe everything uh, yeah. you read. Yeah, yeah. Um, but do you find it, it gives you that good sort of release, like getting out there and pounding the pavements or hitting the trails? That yeah, that mind space. Ab- absolutely, it does. Yeah. You know, and just just the mental well being as well as the physical well being you get from it is just um yeah phenomenal. Yeah. You know, I I can be like tired and flat in the middle of the day, and you know, if, as long as I can force myself to go out for a run or whatever, you just always you feel so good afterwards. Cool. Do you, have you had any strange sort of fan moments where people are like, that's the guy from the radio, and run up alongside you? No, 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 no. Not, not really. Every, every now and then, like like when I'm yeah, running in like popular running spots, like along Tamaki Drive in Auckland and stuff along yeah. the waterfront where there's a lot of runners, you know, you'll often get people that wave coming the other way. But nice. I suppose because, you know, you're both moving and it happens quite quick. Yeah. I, not really any sort of fan moments. I probably just get the same as what everyone else gets, the, the occasional person yelling out, run, forest, run, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Love that. Never, never grows old. Oh, never. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and so you mentioned you did a bit of strength training for Berlin. Like, do you want to talk us through kind of your training and build up? Um, what ingredients got you that extra five minutes? Yeah, um, just I think basically just like listening and doing what yeah. I was told, really. So I just yeah, had, nice. I just got told what to do, and instead of like, because and in, in the past I've been resistant, you know, almost like against going into the gym and stuff, because it's like, yeah, I, I want to run, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But the the guy that's doing my program, he was like, well, if you want to get faster, he said, you know, this is an area that you haven't explored, and yeah, you know, there's room for potential there. So I got back into the gym and just doing some leg leg weights and bits and pieces. And nice. No, no, it was it was good. I, I think um, you know, it shaved five minutes. I didn't get the time I, I wanted necessarily, but it shaved five minutes of my personal best. But I think another yeah, benefit yeah. is um, with doing the strength training. Like I haven't been injured all year, and my workload's That's been cool, harder yeah. than ever before. So yeah, I wonder yeah. if it played a part in that. Yeah, and you mentioned workload. So you're obviously a, a breakfast show host. So what time are you up in the morning? Uh, Four thirty. 
And do you get your run done just before that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Your 30k run. <laughs> yeah, how does this work? So you, you're 4.30 and then you knock off. I've always wondered yeah. this, actually. Yeah. So you knock off your show finishes at 9 or 10, is uh, it? 10, yeah. 10. And then is it 10, like, boom, out the door and go for a run? Or how does that work? No, we, we normally have, like, some, some like, debrief meetings and some, you know, like, pre-recorded interviews and things. you, you just yeah. got to be rolling your eyes at those debrief meetings, right? You're oh, just, every, I just get every day. But, yeah, Bob bosses love it and we're sitting there he's like oh you should have done this in this voice break we should have done this and it's like well yeah the moment's gone don't worry yeah (laughs) Yeah. there's a reason i'm in the booth and you're behind the desk so normally sort of out of there by somewhere between 11 and midday um and then uh we've got an office set up at home and we just sort of like prep for the next day's show uh, from home but um i mean the the good thing is it's you know you can just work your run around whatever else is going on really yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool and so outside of that it's just a normal day you go for a run and then you're off to bed pretty early i imagine yeah try and be in bed by nine yeah that's not too bad that's good pretty good a bit of a night out yeah (laughs) and so are you are you like a pure road runner building up for these marathons or do you hit the trails um you just rode this time because um most of my runs this time around for berlin had like a like a purpose like a mm. you know like heart rate zones or time zones that i had to be be running in and i find with you know the, just trails it's just kind of kind of different and throws that out yeah yeah, yeah. but now that i'm not doing anything sort of formal yeah I'm, i can't wait to get back on the trails and just sort of yeah. enjoy it and mm-hmm. breathe in the air yeah so what's next on the cards have you got a Race that you're targeting? Um, I, sub three. I, I signed. I signed up last week for um the Queenstown Marathon later oh, this nice. year. Yeah, yeah. Not, not for any sort of time goal or anything. Yeah. It just looks, you know, I've still got this fitness, and I thought if I don't have an event to train for, it'll just like drop off. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not expecting it to be particularly fast or anything. But I, I just it looks beautiful. I've seen photos yeah. of it, so mm-hmm. I just want to get in there and enjoy it. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, and then you've you've got to have a crack at going under three hours. So. You know, Berlin's a, it's a long flight back to Berlin. Is there a race domestically that you would look at, or is it because you've done quite a few internationals? So, is this a thing you're wanting mm. to tick off the big yeah, marathon? Yeah, well, well yeah. um, in uh, 2009 or something, I, I ran uh, the Auckland Marathon in, in about, um, I don't know, I think it was about 319. And a friend of mine said to me, Shit, that's probably just about fast enough to be a like a Boston qualifier. Mm. And I had no idea like about Bo- Bo- even what Boston was. I knew they had a marathon, but I didn't realize like how you know how famous it was and how prestigious it was. Mm. I mean, just like everyone else, I'd heard of like New York and London, and that was sort of the extent of it. Yeah. So then um, I, I, I looked into the Boston thing when I got home, and uh, it turns out I needed to run like under a three fifteen. And there were two New Zealand events you could do it in. You could do it in Auckland or you could do it in Christchurch. This is um, before the earthquake. Wow. Yeah. So so I went to Christchurch the next year and I um I, I got in like but just under like about four seconds or something like that. Oh wow. It's like just under the under the target. So then I got yeah. into Boston. Um so ran that in twenty eleven. Nice. And uh and that's when I um learned about a thing called the World Marathon Majors. Yeah. 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 And uh, like running in Boston was such uh such an amazing experience. Like just the yeah you know, the people and the crowds, like you run. Um, what's New Zealand's biggest one? Auckland, Auckland. probably Auckland. Like yeah. you run, you run Auckland, and you know there's cars like yeah. along the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There might be a, a couple of people in their bathrobes out <laughs> in the street. We were talking about yeah. this the other day, like down Tamaki Drive. The, I, it's a scene from The Walking Dead. Yeah, like, <laughs> it is. especially later there's in the race. There's no yeah. one there. Like yeah. I kind of I went down on my bike expecting to see you know at least one deep crowds, but there's just 
nothing. There's yeah, no yeah. one there. Yeah, for, so. the, for the last couple of hundred meters when you're going to oh, yeah, the finish yeah, line. Yeah. And you that's know, booming. You're like, yeah. too late, guys. Yeah. I was going to sprint anyway. <laughs> but so. you, you do these um, these international ones, the, the majors, and it's like yeah. that from start to finish. And there's yeah. the bands on the route and there's just this this atmosphere and these um, sights and sounds that you just never forget. So, yeah. so after Boston, I, I, you know, when I learned about the majors, I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to run all of them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So what about, um, have you thought about World Masters Games 2017? Yeah, I'm an ambassador for them, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm doing the half that. marathon. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. What's your half marathon best? Here we go. Um, actually, it was what I did in Berlin. Uh, it was 129. Berlin. 129. <laughs> yeah, 129. Oh, okay. You'd have to think you could take a, a fair chunk off that. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I'd hope so, but yeah, yeah. I've never trained well, for that'd a half. That would be exciting. You usually go about five minutes quicker. Mm. Um, Shit, is that right? Yeah, so I'd say 124 would be four-minute Ks. You could oh, give, that a, yeah. give that a whirl. Give it wow. a nudge. God, yeah. I'd love to. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's, that yeah. seems really quick. Yeah. Speedy stuff. That's good. Nice. So um, to, to kind of wrap up, we've got a few questions that we – I'd like to say we ask everyone in the show, but we keep on forgetting, so we'll yeah, <laughs> remember yeah. it this time. But favourite places to – or favourite place to run in New Zealand all time, if you could run there every day? Oh, where would it be? Oh, probably the Rootburn track. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, cool. I did that. I did that run the Rootburn Classic a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, oh, it was uh, yeah, it was just yeah. just a just a oh, just a phenomenal eh? just yeah. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the South Island in, in general is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. you just yeah. out there, and apart from like the occasional sound of a chopper, it was just like wow. just dead silence. Uh, oh, awesome! Not a touch on Palmerston North, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, you, are you from Palmy? Oh, we've both spent a bit of time. Yeah. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good old Palmy. Yeah, it's in it. Yeah, we buried in our history. Trying to, yeah. <laughs> There's some good runs around there, though. Eh? Yeah, oh, the bad. gorge and stuff. It's yeah, yeah it's yeah. nice. Get up into the hills. Yeah, I was surprised yeah. when I moved there how how okay it was for running. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah, and the river it's just trail. everything else yeah. that kind of lets it down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Good old Palmy. Okay, uh, best running advice you were given when you first started running? Um, what would the best advice be? God, I oh, man. It would, it would hard to be just restricted to one. I mean, yeah, you, know, yeah. you get so, so much advice from so many people. What about um, worst advice that you've received? <laughs> just um, uh, yeah, if you get injured, just run through it. Yeah, run yeah, through yeah. It. yeah. She'll be yeah, right. It's the worst thing. You, run it off. I, th- yeah. I think as, as you get older, you get a bit more sensible about that too. Yeah. You know, you realise that's not the way to go. Yeah. Nothing wrong with taking a couple of days off if you need to. Yeah. 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 That's good advice. Um, and uh, food before a race and food after. What's your What's your go tos? Let's, um, let's say a marathon. Yeah, before I've got the. I try to keep the same sort of routine every time. So I'll have um, yeah. uh, like some just some porridge, yeah. and a banana, or like a bit of toast with um, uh, like peanut butter on. Yep. Drop a gel, Staples. drop a gel back, and uh, and then you know pr- maybe have like a glass of like an SOS or something like that, like a hydration drink. Cool. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sort of head on my way with a, with a few gels, yeah, you know, tucked into my little pocket. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, I sort of found like with with my big runs leading up to Berlin, you know, you try and get them done out out of the way like early on a Saturday or Sunday morning. Yeah. So you can you know so it doesn't interfere too much with family time. So. God, I was, some of those mornings I was, I was getting out of bed like four o'clock and eating breakfast and then going back to yeah, bed for another yeah. hour, letting them settle. <laughs> oh, really? Hard <laughs> yeah. work, eh? That's yeah. dedication. Yeah, and you can hear, hear the wind and the rain outside and it's like, oh, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about afterwards? Are you a, a cheeseburger sort of guy or is it big breakfast? 
Oh, I, it's yeah, anything goes. Yeah, anything yeah. goes. <laughs> I always like getting out and just yeah, it's fun. Just sort of whatever I feel like really afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, often it's a burger or yeah. a pizza. Do yeah. you find the last kind of five k's of a long run, your mind just turns? completely to a hundred percent focus on the meal you're going to eat when you finish <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's generally just like tr- trying to like embrace the pain oh, yeah and, and yeah. sort of like keep keep the pace up I've, yeah I've, I've sort of found uh yeah 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 no it's no it's funny do you think about the food oh that's all i think about <laughs> Is that right? all, all the time yeah no excellent yeah right um i probably do do you yeah yeah that's why I'm glad there's no like KFCs or McDonald's this end of Tamaki Drive. Like that, that smell of just the dirty fried chicken yeah. wafting over the road, it yeah. gets me every time. When I, I did um, Iron Man in 2013 and I passed someone who was walking eating some KFC, his support crew like, bought him KFC oh and he was like, chowing down on it. I was yeah. like, good man. That's wow. awesome. How did, how did you get on with your Iron Man? A terrible. It was horrible. Oh, it was okay. 13 hours so yeah is that something like that's for a lot of people there's kind of a natural evolution you know so they'll do a bit of road running a marathon and then they'll get into maybe the triathlon and the ultra stuff do you think about that or are you just boom go on to three hours and then think about that sort of stuff yeah i i really love the running eh? i i've often thought about um iron man like you see someone like cameron brown Oh, he's impressive. What does he do his marathons in? Like 250 something, eh? Like about 250. Yeah, or 240, I think he's done before as well. Yeah. At the end of all that. Yeah. yeah, I could barely like bloody walk K. after yeah. all that nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Not, not surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems freakish. But um, I w- yeah, wouldn't mind looking at doing some some longer things. Like there's um, there's, oh, there's, there's, there's one yeah. event, uh, this one in South Africa called you know, the Comrades. Oh, yeah, the Comrades. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, you know. What's I, that, 90, 90K? Yeah, 92 yeah. or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yep. It's, uh, it goes uphill one year and then downhill the next. And yep. I'm thinking, yeah. why would anyone do the uphill year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, apparently it's easier because your legs don't get beaten up. Um, going downhill, um, is that pounding? Yeah, sort of who said it's easier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who was that person? I'm all for the downhill. <laughs> it's good, but but yeah, I don't know. Happy, happy just to do the marathons at this stage, but I, yeah, yeah. I know, you just I'm never quite sure where things are going to take you. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good stuff. Um, and last quick fire question: um, What has running taught you about life? Oh, so much, man, it's taught me so much about life. I like yeah. I I, uh, I sort of needed in my life, eh, just for like you know for for peace of mind and for you know mental well being and stuff. Like, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I would have ended up with uh, yeah perhaps some sort of depression or something if it hadn't been for running. Like, yeah, it just yeah. just the um yeah the way it elevates my mood and yeah, the mood it puts me in. It's just um oh, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, like it, it really is. Like it's, I, I had a knee operation about five five years ago to have a little bit of torn cartilage taken out. Sure. And for like a couple of months afterwards, as I was recovering, I had to sort of, you know, think realistically about it. I thought, okay, if I, if I get, uh, you know, um, if, if something like that happens again, and I have to get in, you know, operated again on the same knee, I'm gonna have to throw it away and come up with something else. And there's just nothing else that holds the same sort of appeal to me. Yeah. You know, like cycling or swimming or, uh, you know. Swimming yeah. hard work, man. Oh, yeah. Slack so line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> occasional Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Well, um, thanks so much for, for coming in, joining the show, and thanks for all the work that you do. And um, I'm sure it, what your running will be inspiring lots of people to get out there and get moving. Um, it's not just about running marathons, you know. Some people, their marathon is getting around the block. And, um, yeah, so keep yeah. up the great work. 
Well, listen, it's it's one of those one of those things. I mean, you got to find something that spins your wheels, eh? And yeah, for me, it's for me, it's been running. Yeah, maybe give it a go. Maybe it won't be your sort of thing. Yeah. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are it is. Yeah, chances are. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, excellent. Well, best of luck for Queenstown and yeah. uh, World Masters and beyond. And it's great having you in. Yeah, and cheers, guys. And, God, I feel pressure now to like run you know, faster <laughs> than what I was hoping to at Queenstown. Because well, of that no, website you were telling me about. Yeah, and we yeah, do yeah. we do tend with our guests to follow up and like if they have a result, we will report back on it so we look forward to reporting back a, a, a time starting with two hours so yeah. oh my goodness no pressure <laughs> no yeah you're and, more than capable are you on Strava at all can people um, can people follow you or um, I know you've got your Facebook page but um no, listen. I know you're wrapping up, but can you yeah. just um, maybe explain for me and anyone else that doesn't know about Strava what it is? Well, I, yeah, how yeah, could yeah. people not know about Strava? Yeah. It's so it's Stra- the only reason you would run is for Strava. Yeah. So you've got your GPS watch, which might feed into like moves count for Sunto or what's the one for Garmin? Garmin something or other. For for yeah, Garmin um, Connect or whatever. Yeah, Garmin yep. Connect, and then from there you can bounce it into Strava, which is more like the social networking part of it. So. Whenever you run, say, a long Tamaki drive, it'll record wh- what you ranked out of everyone who's run along that stretch of Tamaki drive. And so you can compete with your mates. And um, yeah, oh, oh my God, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. There's and a lot so, of stuff like that. And people yeah. will, will like your page and um, and then they'll make little comments like, oh, it's a nice run. And uh, yeah. you're, you're obviously really out of shape, Hamish. And, <laughs> yeah, so. So there's days cool. you don't put your watch on because right. you know, this yeah. is going to end up on Strava. I'm not going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I've got a few little course records around where I live. I live in a pretty. Uh, not not much of a running area so i've managed to carve out a couple of times and then you'll get a notification backyard, yeah <laughs> a notification that somebody's broken your course record and and it's like bastard right <laughs> who is this yeah that sounds dangerous you'd never want to have a slow training run again yeah exactly it is yeah. one of the dangers of it yeah, yeah definitely but it can get a bit addictive like oh can i take that guy down on that hill or it's also very good as a coaching tool like i love um watching my athletes and seeing mostly making sure they're not going too fast on their day-to-day runs so it's good it's cool it's good yeah awesome yep so obviously people can keep in touch by listening to the morning show. And, yeah, although um, we don't do a great deal of running chat. Yeah, um, which is weird. Yeah. It's weird. Do you want callers to just call in, see how the yesterday's yeah, run yeah. went? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do a segment each day. Yeah, yeah. See how that works for the ratings. Dom's running diary or something. That'd be good. Yeah. 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 Hey, all right. Hey, thanks for having me on your podcast. Oh, brilliant to have and, you along. And keep doing the good work. Excellent. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers, Dom. Cheers, boys. Thanks. Um, and so hopefully that gave some people some inspiration because I know a lot of people listening to this are training up for marathons coming up. We have Auckland Marathon just over a week away. Um, mm. Time is ticking, which means a lot of people will be in the taper phase of their training. Yeah, and it's a phase that a lot of people, um, it, it's counterintuitive and people can muck it up quite easily. So today yeah. we've put together the top four tips for tapering. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so um, we're going to go through just we've pulled out four really simple things that that we have seen people get wrong and it yep. compromises their taper. And so we just want to reinforce these today, starting with. Yeah. So nutrition. And I guess to, to, to also frame the discussion of what a taper is, basically, you've been training hard. But in order to run your best marathon, you need to be freshened up before race day. So it's about mm. getting that freshening right. Yeah. So. 
tapering off the training load to get the, the, the freshened up. So nutrition um, is the first point. Um, and the, the traditional thought around this is that you eat loads and loads of carbs and you go out the night before and have lots of pasta and you feel bloated, but you have lots of energy for the run. Mm. Um, this is being found to be just not true. Um, yeah. Essentially, just reducing the training um, lifts our glycogen levels up to where they need to be. Yeah. Um, it does all that job of what that pasta party was supposed to. Um, so you don't need to go out and and chow down heaps of Italian food, even yeah. though we all want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And hey, look, if that's the sort of thing that you normally eat in your in your day-to-day life yeah sure go ahead yeah don't don't go back for seconds um all you're going to do is is bloat yourself might have trouble getting to sleep you might have it might you know change your bowel motions in the morning all of that is bad stuff the key is routine yeah don't do anything out of the ordinary don't need to carbo load and i'll I'll take that one step further there's something that was somewhat popular through the 80s and 90s called carbo depletion uh, yeah followed by a loading phase if anyone ever suggests this to you just slap them on the side <laughs> of their head it is the stupidest idea out and you do not need to do it a marathon seems like a long way but now that we have um <coughs> gel squeezies and other nutrition techniques um there's no yeah. need to, to deplete and then load carbohydrates into your Absolutely. body it's not going to enhance your performance and if anything yeah. you, you run a few risks so. and there's um there's loads of discussion at the moment out on the internet about uh, fat oxidization and and <laughs> metabolizing fat um that happens if you're going to do that now is not the time to do it. You do, yeah. you don't play around with that stuff I, in your I've taper phase. I've ex- been experimenting with fat loading myself <laughs> for a couple of months now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So just keep <laughs> keep that nutrition as similar to what you have been doing as possible. Don't try to change reinvent the wheel in these last two weeks. Um, y- yeah. You might put on a, a few hundred grams from um, from lack of running, but don't try to diet that off and don't try and go the other way and, and top yeah. up the glycogen because you'll be good. Good tip. Right, number two, um, quality over quantity. Yeah, I love this one. And don't go nuts. I'll preface this by saying don't don't go nuts. Don't do anything faster necessarily than you otherwise would. Yeah. But... In, in taking down the overall quality uh, quantity of your training, you do have the opportunity to up the quality just a little bit. And yeah. from my own personal experience, I've really enjoyed the taper phase and being able to run my average everyday runs just even 10 or 20 seconds quicker per kilometre. And they it makes me feel better. It gives me a lot of confidence. Um and it, it really can help to tune you into that race pace a little bit more. So Yeah, for sure. Yep. Huge fan of it. So, you know, re- what ties us out throughout a running program is the overall vo- volume of what we're doing. So, yeah, Hayden, I know you're a big fan of, of putting in a little bit of quality before events. What do you have to say on yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Well, I find... Um a little bit of faster work, so faster than what you're going to race at, is really helpful because it just makes that race pace feel nice and comfy. Mm. And particularly for a, for a half marathon, but especially for a marathon, you want to start that race feeling like you're, you're barely working. Yeah. Um, you're just able to tick along, 
the work doesn't start to at least halfway through, mm. preferably um, three quarters of the way through. That's where yeah. it should get challenging. So that really helps um, by just doing a little bit of faster stuff, makes your body um, adapt to that faster stuff. So, yeah, quality over quantity. Excellent. Um, number three is maintaining that regularity. So even though you're going to drop the, the quantity of the overall mi- mileage, um, you're going to go a little bit insane because you've been running so much and all of a sudden you've like got more time on your hands, you need to shower without having gone for a run beforehand and, yep. and all sorts of things kick in like that. So what I, I recommend people to do, um, and I actually picked this up from Pete Fitzinger, um, legendary runner and running coach who's now based in, in Auckland and he he gets his runners to just maintain the same regularity of runs but just do shorter runs so yeah um, if you were say doing six runs a week um, at your peak phase carry on doing six runs a week but instead of doing two and a half three hours for your long run you're doing an hour um, yeah and so you've sliced the and, and everything else probably comes down as well yeah. or most of yeah. the other stuff so yeah that, that's really good advice do you have time for a quick story yeah go for it okay i'd we used to find at the university I ran with that um, heading towards the end of the season when people were peaking, the I hate to I hate to single out agenda, but the girls, the drama <laughs> within the team would would often pick up around that time of the season, and we developed a theory that because during the base phase and when when we were in peak training, they were just too tired. To, to fight and gossip about each other. Yeah. But then when we were peaking, like everyone had a lot more energy and, and the girls just focused their energy on, on um, backstabbing each other <laughs> oh, and stuff. No. So don't do that. Yeah, Find something yeah. productive to do with your time. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, but keeping that routine, it, enjoy the extra half an hour or so a day that it'll free up um, yeah. Yeah. where you can get into trouble is, is if you just, you know, like you say, cut down from six days to four days a week training and you'll, it, it, that can even play with your uh, with your hormone balance and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So makes yeah. you feel pretty pretty weird. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's also a good time to put some time back into the family if you've got kids or um, <laughs> partner. <laughs> yeah, I know my my wife um, next door looking after our daughter <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah. appreciates it every time when I've finished a training block and can have a little bit more time on a Sunday morning um, to spend with family. Um, and the last one, number four, trust the training. Yeah, the hay's in the barn. The money is in the bank. You've done all of the hard work. You've just got to trust in yourself. Yeah. Don't think that you can go out in these last two or three weeks and do the training that will affect your race performance coming up. Yeah. You've already done that training. All you can do is fine-tune and get yourself feeling great on the day. Your focus needs to be on, on resting, relaxing, and and bringing all of that hard work to fruition. Yeah, and, and I know people who have got sick in the taper phase and had to take almost two weeks off and come out and run PBs. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are top-level competitive marathon runners. Yeah. So um, very much like... I wouldn't even go to say that the taper is the icing on the cake. It's more like the sprinkles on top of the icing. Yeah. Um, like yeah. you're fit. You're not going to lose that fitness. Mm. Um, unless, of course, you go like a KFC uh, buffet opens up somewhere around the corner yeah. and you go there every morning for breakfast. 
but that's probably not going to happen. Mm. Um, so you're going to maintain your fitness. The tra- training is done, and all you need to do is get there as fresh as possible on that start line. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, awesome. So good luck, everyone who is training. Uh, looking forward to seeing you all at the finish line at the Auckland Marathon. We're going to be there. Yep. And happy running, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>